0: All right, welcome to the Behind the Glass Gallery, episode eight. I am your host, Richard Cologne. I love how we look down at a calendar just to make sure we're old, man. Together. We, we got them rolling. We've yeah. been doing these for uh, about seven episodes.
1: We're on our eighth one,
0: and they've been great. And we're going to um,
1: prove they can both count to ten in two episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we've been rolling along, and um, we've had some great episodes, um, and we're going to keep rolling with this eighth episode. We got some some great guests with us in front of us. And um, yeah, I'm excited about this one. Yeah.
2: You know, what's interesting on the way over to um, the studio today, I was thinking about these three um, and I've been a fan of every single group that we've had. And there have been times where, you know, we'll have an artist and this will be the introduction for me to their work. Um, but on the way over, I was like, I think I have one of at least one of their pieces in my home. Right. So I have, you know, prints from Mike. Um, I have, you know, uh, some stuff from Hawk. I have, uh, this, this beautiful, um, you know, dry plate that Nick did of me, you know, the first time we met like in his, um, his driveway, uh, as well as, um, this, uh, this, this piece that I picked up in the streets, uh, last year, which was kind of a fun scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of cool to like hear some more of their story as mm-hmm. just a overall fan of their work. Yeah, for sure. I think we can definitely confidently
0: say that all three of them have uh, big influential parts of Rochester, have had their hands in and and definitely uh, big parts of of things that have been done here. And um, we're really excited to have them a part of our gallery this month.
2: And I think what's really cool about them in this particular month of showing is that the work that they're going to show in the gallery may not be what folks uh, think of them you know, for producing. Right. And so mm-hmm. this is an opportunity for them to um, kind of show something new. You know, if you if you know them, if you've seen them, if you've seen their work or if you follow them other places, you've seen that they've kind of started to branch out. But if you're just seeing a name and you go to Google and you're like, oh, wait, this isn't what I was expecting. Right. Um, that's really this is what's going to be really cool about this month and uh, kind of a surprise for, for folks that come into the space. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So when we come back, um, we're going to have a uh, Martin Hawk. Nick Brandeth, and Mike Delaria.
1: This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network.
0: (laughs) Remix. We're back. <laughs> we're back with the Behind the Glass Gallery. I am Richard Cologne, if case you didn't know. And I guess a quad J. We're just, we want to reintroduce ourselves in case
2: you just pop We back should reintroduce ourselves after every break yeah. after every person. Speaks. For real. I mean, yeah, the, two,
1: the two minutes of the intro, it's a long time to remember names. Yeah. It's very confusing. Really long
0: time. Yeah, because you're going to have um, <laughs> those commercial breaks again. Um, but yeah, we're going to uh, start off with our, our first artist for August. Um, yeah, Martin Hawk.
3: How Hello. you doing today, brother? I'm doing well. Yeah, and if the people listening have a hard time remembering names, you can just call me by my last name, the bird of prey, hawk.
0: Oh, awesome, <laughs> the bird of prey. It's a really hardcore last name for yeah, us. it is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm,
3: really yeah. I'm just compensating for my height, but.
0: Oh, I'm chill, <laughs> man. Come on, come on. But man, bro, we're we're really excited to have you at the you know in the behind the guys gallery, my brother. And um, I think um, I think Kwa-Jay and I, when we look at what you bring. You, you kind of bring a full force um, essence of, of triumph, in a way, um, to, to, to Rochester and to, like, your art form. So can you explain, basically, what you're going to kind of showcase to the Behind the Glass Gallery?
3: Yes, uh, and, yeah, it's a real honor to be a part of this. I've obviously seen a bunch of other artists uh, that I really, really, really enjoy and uh, am inspired by and also friends be a part of behind the glass and so uh, being a part of this is great for me what I'm bringing to the gallery is is a bit interesting because I think most people the the 400 to maybe 402 people who, who've seen my work um, they they <laughs> know me <laughs> they yeah 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 no I keep you know analytics and that but um <laughs> I like we uh, 11 11 teen. most people know my work and um, because of what has been most recent, but really my my journey as an artist before anyone really knew my name in the town, um, I was a recording artist for about seven years um, with my um, label based in Berlin. So, and I was mainly working out of New York and L.A. Uh, my partner, who's a social worker, and um, basically has carried the brunt of like the good karma in our relationship, uh, while I, you know, an egotistical person pursuing music. um, That's really the connection to Rochester for me. So in between doing that and then switching, you know, full stop moving over to filmmaking in 2020, there were a couple years where I fell in love on a very, very amateur level with photography. And um, I credit that with uh, giving me the foundation to move to filmmaking. But um, there were a couple years where it was really truly my escape that wasn't tied down to any social media or you know um, you know corporate push like 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 being a professional musician was and certainly moving into filmmaking mainly working with NGOs um, that has its own set of of tears and so really the work that I bring um, on Friday is is really I think uh, beautiful in the way that it's untethered it's really ignorant it's really infant but I think um, there are the the least amount of um, filters and restrictions to that period of my life as an artist uh, compared to the work that people may know me for. And I think that there's a simplicity to that, and I'm really excited to share it.
2: Perfect. Awesome. Yeah, so, um, and I know you talked a little bit about the, the, the music side of things. You know, what was it that kind of pushed you to, I need to, I'm going to pick up a camera. I'm going to start to you know shoot things.
3: <laughs> Straight up, it was, um, <laughs> well, as I said, my label was based in, berlin and you know it's an indie it's an indie label so yeah you know hiring people to do photo shoots and stuff got listen it it got a little expensive you know so i just was like you know why don't i try it you know thinking oh i can do it and of course i was like i need to put more respect on these people's names because this is so difficult and of course you know you go out and you buy the little camera and this and that and you know i end up spending a lot more time in rochester as opposed to the coastal cities and i would just go out and uh and just shoot and I just fell in love that way and then I went down the rabbit hole started uh, developing film in the basement in a really sketchy way um I even tried to do Kodachrome which I which you can't do obviously because those it's it's like Chernobyl chemicals um <laughs> allegedly allegedly right allegedly,
0: right allegedly, okay
3: don't come at me but yeah no I just really 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 fell in love and for me I guess it's easy, like perhaps this is confirmation bias, right? This is why I justify my, my ADHD. But I really believe in myself more as less an artist uh, tethered to any particular medium. And I think that um, it's really my hands sort of utilize different tools. And I think in a similar way, not speaking for the artists at this table, um, you, you know, the core of, of the artistry is, is, is within me. And these are just different ways to express it. And so I think film just naturally fell into place in the same, in a similar way that, you know, um, writing music did in a similar way that telling stories through filmmaking uh, does now. Um, And that's what I've really embraced.
2: What's the, what's the the range in terms of um, when these images were taken? Mm.
3: 2018 to 2019. Okay. So really, really, really short. Uh, I went and bought too many film cameras, but you know, it was before like things started getting a little peaky uh, post Pando and, You know, I was going to estate sales, getting, you know, like $300 cameras for like five bucks. I bought a Mamiya RZ uh, Pro for like 150 bucks. I had to get like a sketchy wrench to like fix the lens on it. And boom, I'm shooting six by seven. It was, it was, it was mad, but it was. Yeah, it's like unheard of.
2: No, it was. Like that kind of deal is unheard of. (laughs) Very. No,
3: no, 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 no. I had to sell it for rent money, but um, (laughs) once the pandemic (laughs) hit, that, that is, uh, past any relationship in Recall my life. We call that flipping. That right. is the yeah. greatest regret right. of my yeah. life. The greatest regret of my life is selling that camera. But no, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it was amazing. And since then, for several reasons, I've sort of fallen out of love uh, with photography. But, you know, I think that this showcase is really a beautiful reminder of what I should be searching for again is, is that is that passion through through such an incredible, beautiful medium that has such significance in this city in particular.
2: Yeah, that when I think of, you know, when I... Um, was introduced to your work. It was obviously a little more of the, the filmmaking side of it. Um, you know, going out into into the city uh, in 2020, and you know, we don't need to remind folks of what what's going on in 2020. Like they, you know, I think people should be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started to see some of these these other pieces. You know, a little more more personal. Um, you know, how would how do you how would you say that that period, um, you know, 2018, 2019, informed some of the way you were shooting uh, film or even the still uh, images that you were taking in in 2020, 2021. And and to this day, I I saw you, uh, you know, your hand in some pictures uh, a couple (laughs) uh, days ago, some video, um, you know, at the the no-bid protest downtown. Right. That was your hand. No, it was, it was, it was, it was. No,
3: I mean, most of the work I do now is – like like a lot of work for mutual aid groups. Yeah, uh, I, I pride myself on doing a lot of pro bono work with that because really I'm I'm in the studio nonstop these days editing a feature film on the way by the name Pressure Gradient Shameless Buck. Keep an eye out for it. But um yeah so really like trying to get out and like remind myself like we had a production trip to L.A. in January and I forced myself to bring the camera back in 2018 2019. You couldn't catch me leaving the house without yeah without a camera. I had I had that thing on me at at all times and um. I think the work that I'm doing now and the work from 2018-19, I think I was searching for something. I know that sounds kind of like annoying, but I truly believe that in a similar way that a lot of the community that I captured over the past three years, I think I was searching for something because I was behind the camera. I was searching for that person who was saying the thing that I felt, but that but I couldn't say because I had to wear all the layers so I could get my hard drive back, back, back to the car safe. You know, I was searching for that person who had that same rage or that same joy and Honestly, 75% of the time it was searching for emotional ranges that I myself can't reach. People who are showing grace, showing dignity. Um, and I think on a much more uh, 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 simple scale, 2018, 2019 was very, very similar. I think I was really trying to patch a void by, you know, walking four hours in the in the city or every single moment capturing, you know, obviously my partner, but other people in like an ethical way, but still, I thought that you know, street photography for me was just like capturing moments. It could be a landscape, a trash bin. You know, how it starts off when you just get a camera. Yeah, yeah. You take a pictures of like pieces of trash on the ground, and you yeah, think yeah. it's art. You know, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> it may be. Listen, listen. But like, it, it was it, uh, searching for something. It's curiosity, and I think due to you know a, a, a bevy of, of of things and concussions and PTSD that certainly have nothing to do with our municipality. I love them, but for me, like, <laughs> uh, for me, like that's that void has been filled with i think a very necessary rage like james baldwin to be black um and aware in america is to be in a constant state of rage i think a lot of that void has been filled with like an almost nihilism a cynicism and and i'm not saying that to to put myself down to put other people down i'm just acknowledging where i am in this moment yeah and i think that what's beautiful about this show to bring it back is like going through these photos working with nick on on the framing of everything it's like i'm I think I'm I'm seeing a s- I'm seeing something that I want to rediscover, you know what I mean? That I've actively pushed out of my life in order to make room for other things that are necessary. But I'm I'm I think I'm 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 hopeful, and I'm and I'm open to like rediscovering that patch of just of just optimism and curiosity that I, I had within those short two years, and, and and I think that yeah, it's 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 an encouraging thing. I think it's a positive thing to be able to put this together.
0: And in my doing that, you're actually helping others rediscover by showcasing this downtown and by doing that you're you're doing a service to a lot of young people and hopefully a lot of other artists to be able to know that they actually have the ability to tap into their own potential as well yeah so i i appreciate you doing that
1: yeah and uh yeah to you know bring it to a super serious spot um speaking of berlin um
3: Doner kebabs, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> doner kebab, cheesy chips. You know what it is? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 There's so a lot it's, of plugs on this show. It's it's so German.
1: So if if is if this you, where guys, you went to clown school? If you yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you guys aren't aware, like the predom- one of the predominant street foods in Berlin and uh, all over Germany is Turkish style doner kebab. Uh, Did not know. Um, and it is so. And I knew if you spent time there, as soon as yeah, I yeah. said it, I was going to get a smile on your face. <laughs> oh, um, doner kebab. Doner kebab sure, cheesy man. chips. I'm yeah. going to make sure you get to the best Turkish-style doner kebab here in Rochester. Oh, Shout wow. out to Ash Evie over oh, on Ridge Road oh. in North Clinton. Give me
3: the plug, man. Give me the so plug. Here, city.
1: We're going we're gonna to go get you out there and visit one of the coolest spots in Rochester. Ooh, okay. Love it. Love that.
2: <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Chris. Yeah, look at this.
0: Wow. All right. Full circle.
2: <laughs> and so back next. to the show. <laughs> Nick, Beck, um, what do you what are you bringing into this this space? Nick Brandeth, I don't know. the Nick Brandeth, <laughs> the Some Nick paintings, Brandeth. yeah, yeah. What kind of? So I, I think an interesting piece of of Nick, and I'll just kind of talk about our origin story. I think it was was it twenty twenty, I think it was twenty twenty.
4: I think it was before the pandemic. No, I was... think it was
2: I think it was during because it was in your. I remember. Yeah, but yeah. I went like
4: full hermit mode, so it definitely was before. Maybe it was 2019 because yeah, it was. Oh no, like, 2019. That's right. Yeah. It was 2019 because there was a whole gaggle that's of people right. there. That it was day.
2: 2019, and then you had done something like later um, that you were doing, but it was 20. That's right. It was 2019, and you had put on social media, "I'm taking photos." Um, if you're interested, DM me. And I was like, super sketch, but <laughs> super <laughs> like, <laughs> super sketch. <laughs> okay. So I like, I don't know Nick, but Nick's got a, you know, we've got mutual friends. And so right. I see some mutual people that I follow. And I was like, well, a guy's got to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, hey, you know, like, I, I love to take a photo. And so Nick's like, here's my address. So wow. I was like, All right. I guess I'll go to this guy's house. Uh, <laughs> That's like, whatever. funny that
0: you met him that way. I met him, I met him through social media because I'm not going to say what. But I tagged the type of graffiti yeah. in the oh, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. I'm not going to say what it was. <laughs> and, and then he, knew, he, and he, knew he replied he knew to me and was like, was. hey, I know who did that. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, really? And then we just had a quick exchange. was pretty Yeah, it was, yeah, it was
2: cool. me and, me and uh, Nick's driveway. Uh, Magnus yeah. was there. And, and then
0: I met him actually in person when of I saw when he was, was doing the, the play for Donald Martel. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, he's just making, he's driveway, doing dry plates which in, is his, cool. in his driveway, driveway, which is like wild. Right. Um, <laughs> and so I'm in his driveway where, you know, we just meet and... Um, I think it was like 90 degrees that day. Oh, my God. And yeah. he, the, 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 what he said was you have to show up in a solid color. Don't wear this color. Don't wear this color because, you know, it, there's a process, right? This is before you guys met. Yeah, this is before I met. So I'm like, the guy's <laughs> tell me what to wear. Like, is this the first date? Like, what's happening, right? Like, this is brand wild. Before you met. Um, and so I show up, and he's like, you know, he's kind of doing his thing, and he's kind of positioned to me, and he says, I don't know. Um, hold on. I'll be right back. And, he, it's, again, it's 90 degrees, and he comes back outside with a peacoat. <laughs> just, put, a this, yeah, put this on and so i put the p coat on and i'm sitting there and he's like now move your hand this way now do this now think of yourself it is you know 18 something and you're in london and you're trying to solve this case and now and then i do it and i'm like oh man i'm just alba right this is luther man this that is like my luther moment uh, and i love the man. image but we had this whole conversation it was like a 20 30 minute conversation i started talking about and this was 2019 because i was like just starting to take you know more photos and he was like yeah man go check out this person go check out this person you should check out this and if you're really interested in that and then we just started chatting um and all of a sudden it gone from these dry plates to you started doing the paintings for sure and the paintings were i remember the first couple that you shared before they were on social um so was kind of like you know sharing them around Mm -hmm. and i was like nick these are crazy and you were like I am the film now. <laughs> it's like, what an origin story. Like, he's like, I am the film and he's going out and, and painting these scenes. Um, what was your, what was your inspiration to make that, that pivot? Cause I know you were, you know, you had, um, spent time doing digital work and then you had switched over to the film work. You're working at Eastman. Um, and all of a sudden it was paintings
0: real quick before, let me jump in real quick because when I had the thought of him coming to the gallery, this was when I haven't heard from Nick in a long time. Right. This was during your Herman stage. Yeah. And then I just happened to just reach out to him. Right. Cause I haven't heard from him in a while. And then I was like, Hey, what if you, you know, jump to the gallery, showcase your photography.
2: And He's then like, we started messaging
0: you. each other yeah,
2: and he was like, this is what cuts. I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah. I am the film moment. Right.
4: Yeah, I joke around. It. I tell people it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm retired from photography right <laughs> I, uh, but I'm like I'm pretty much like 75% serious when I say that you know there's still part of it where it's like I'll never be able to give it up but um, right now that's it's not my main creative pursuit and I guess if you've all known me long enough to know that I don't just everybody knows me for photography but I do all I do I touch it all I touch mm-hmm. everything I you know kind of like Martin said it's like your hands that's the thing it's like it's all inside of me it's just mm-hmm. everything's a different tool to create something. And I've always been a, you know, a DIY or die kind of person. And it's a lot easier nowadays to do things. You know, if I wanted to make a servo move and open a door and make something happen, you know, to make all that happen, I might have to have an electrical engineering degree. You know what I mean? To like make all those little things kind of happen. And now I can just, you know, get a little chip, download some code and then peep, peep, boop stuff starts doing it. And I, I, I've always had that creative bend like inside of me and um, to kind of go back to what you said, where, how did it all start? Um, my mother-in-law was staying with us a year ago so something like that. It was like 2021. I want to say, I can't remember the exact timeline, but yeah, anyway, time doesn't
2: exist. You're right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> time. That's a whole now different w- story. When you enter the blue hour, right. right. <laughs> but,
4: um i i I wanted to get back into drawing more and because what happened during the pandemic i got furloughed from work and i used the dark room when i worked at the museum uh, as my main dark room space i had everything i needed right there and then now i have four weeks where i can't get in there and like you know i imagine in this pandemic as like an apocalypse scenario right i'm set everywhere else except for the thing that i do you know and i don't want to shoot I could have shot digital pictures, but at the time, like my brain was very much in like the handmade photography and things like that. Um, So I had four weeks now where I can't do photography. And I started asking myself this question, what would you do if you couldn't take pictures ever again? Mm. Right. So I said, well, easy. I draw or paint. Simple. I've always loved to draw or paint, and to be honest with you, had I had the language when I was a teenager, I don't think I would have done photography. I didn't understand you could be an illustrator. I didn't know that was the term. You know, I was like, ah, oh, cartoonist, and you know, you'd say that to your parents, Alicia. So like, sh- you know, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know and stop doing so but again <laughs> i, I was always
2: and then you <laughs> became a photographer
4: right? <laughs> but that was something that was digestible yeah, right because yeah. it's like okay well like you know my mom worked for a guy who had a photo studio slash video business yeah. so it's like you can make a living doing that and you know then i got into rit so they're like okay well you know rit you know that's like a, you know when your parent you hear that it anything i think you know people are just <laughs> like wow wow um but so that was something that yeah that i could do Do right, Um, and I've always had that sort of vision in there. And the more I've grown, I realize that, like now, photography—it's just a tool, right? The camera is the thing, but you you see the thing you want, and the camera is just a way to capture that. And I kind of think some people—I don't want to sound rude, but um, you know, a lot of people go to photography because it's easier. You know, everybody—I know all you guys see, right? Everybody in this room sees. Um, but to draw, everyone's like, oh, it's so hard. But it's it's really not. It's just a mechanical skill. You know what I mean? And it takes time and practice. And that's my, you know, if I had, like, if it was a video game and we all had a, a character trait, I just – I'm relentless. You know, I've always been that way. I wrestled when I was in high school, relentless training, running all the time. Uh, when I got into photography, I've been doing photography since I was 15 years old. I'm 37 now. And like relentless, like that's all I did. Like I was trying to find, how can I get a a paid gig when I was in high school, when I was in college, I would come home and shoot for the newspaper and things like that. And so, with the drawing and the painting, it, it, it just... When my mother-in-law was there, I'm like, I want to draw more. And, it, you know, I started during the pandemic. I started drawing or painting. I called it my COVID artist residency. And so my wife, you know, I got some... We ordered some pencils and some paper, and then I just started doing it. And I was like, okay. And I was bad at first, and then I got a little better, a little better, a little better. And then I would be doing two or three drawings a day because I'm, I'm, I got nothing else to do. I <laughs> gardened and I drew for four weeks. It was fantastic. That's how we should live life. But... um. I, it kind of fell away from it because then I started kind of moving back to photo projects, doing these litman plates. I started making holograms in the basement from scratch, which, you know, that ate up a bunch of time. Um, cause that's, it's very dense subject matter. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to start, drawing again so i I had a sketchbook out and my mother-in-law staying with us and she's like why don't you try painting and she's she's a good painter um and she has like watercolors all over the house and stuff and my grandmother always did watercolor so I had this sort of a you know this affinity for it I would always see her little paintings around the, the house when I visited her and stuff so I'm like you know what I am gonna try painting so I went to the store I bought a bunch of watercolors I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and I just started and then it happened again, relentless, every single day, drawing or painting for an hour. And I, I got a sketchbook. I filled one. I filled another one. I filled another one. I started doing p- loose prints, more loose pr- And then, you know, a full year, you know, if I could show you all the stuff, it's like, you're like, holy crap. It just keeps coming. It keeps coming. It keeps coming. I don't show you it all at once because then I just overload yeah. you. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to show some paintings now. So, I'm retired from photography. Retired.
2: <laughs> So if you guys are looking to borrow some equipment, Nick can uh, loan Nick, some of that out too. Yeah, you. for that's sure. Right. And that's the thing I like to I <laughs> like to help kidding. people though. Yeah. You know, I think you're, and I think about the connection to um to the folks at this table. You know, you've had some sort of a connection um to to each of us in some way. You know, whether it was you know words of encouragement or hears you know a critique. Um, you know, just something to, you know, kind of push or saying, Hey, look, like I'm retired, but I'm going to show you how to make a dry plate or, Hey, I'm retired, but let me show you how to do this thing. And so, you know, I, what I've always appreciated about you is just this, you know, like this, you know, this community giving of, I have knowledge and knowledge is like not useful if you're not sharing it with other folks or like, what's the point of having all of this information if you're not going to you know, share it. And I think that's that's really something that's meaningful about your work.
3: Absolutely. I've always had a... Oh, no, I was just going to say, for me, uh, that those those two years that I just became obsessed with film, I would go to the Kodak Camera Club like a like a young puppy dog. And I remember way, way... We're talking years before Nick. Nick and I hit it off, and, like, I was like, oh, Nick's going to be there. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh, this is incredible. So, yeah, shout out to Nick. Shout What's out to funny Nick. is, he when I
2: was in his driveway, like, all I knew is we had mutual friends and he had taken this photo and then I went home and I Googled Nick Brandon and I was like, Holy shit. I was in that guy's driveway. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> that was the guy. And he's going to like send me one of these. And, and, and I remember um, one of the things, and I don't know if I ever told you this, but you had um, posted something and it might've been, you know, an old photo that you had framed or whatever. And you were like, people need to print more. And I was like, wow, maybe I do need. And I started to print more yep. images out, and yep. you know, look at them. And then I remember when I reached out to you, and I was like, hey, Nick, remember that you know photo that you took of me? I'd love for that to be a print, you know, and in my home as you know this this thing, my you know again my Luther Idris Alba uh, yep. moment. No, so cute. for real,
3: like the thing is. Uh, he's retired now yeah. right so we need <laughs> yeah. to print some limited yeah. editions you feel yeah. me? Oh, uh, yeah. we, we can make some yeah. money on yeah. this you know what I mean limited edition. well obviously uh, give him a, give up. him a cut the price just went yeah.
0: up. Uh, so just <laughs> went up.
1: <laughs> well and I, I love that attitude too and that's like it, it, that's the stuff like you know uh you know I think maybe I met you know met one of you guys once before today but you know the thing that echoes with what we've been talking about is that grind is that work and that if you want to do it you can do it. And, like, that's the attitude that, like, we're trying to have with, like, what we're doing here with the audio stuff. And when, you know, like, when I met, you know, Jay and Richard, it's just like, we wanted to have this, and we're going to have it. We're going to make it work. We're going to bring the best, we're going to bring the most interesting people in town together to talk and have real conversations together. And that attitude is what, that's what's making everything super exciting here right now is that that's the attitude is we're going to make some cool stuff happen just because we can't not make cool stuff happen
4: for sure. Well, I mean, and like to that point though, it's like I, so I just helped produce a feature length film. And again, that like relentlessness and always sort of being after it. Um, it's, it's always there. It's in all these sort of aspects of my life, but this idea that you can do it, you know, just let's go for it. And, I had this idea I've made other short films with my friend, Dan Bowers and talk about like relentless and dedicated. Like my buddy is just nonstop with the things that he does. And he's always working hard, you know, to push his craft and better himself. And, you know, I look up to him and like that way I'm like, damn, if he's doing it, I can do it. And it's like, you know, when you get competitive, like playing sports as a kid, you know, I'm like, you always want to be with the person who's better than you to try to, you know, to bring Mm -hmm. you up. And um, you know, we had this idea and we said, let's go. And we, we made it happen. And if I had, I always joke, if I had a dollar for everybody who came to me and like, Oh, I had this great idea. And I'm sure everybody has. Heard this, I had this great idea for a movie. It's like, let's make the movie. Like, let's go, let's do it. Um, and, I, I feel like I always had like a, a contagious enthusiasm, you know, and I try to be positive for other people. Right. It's like people come to me. I got this idea. I want to do stuff. And it's like I, I want to encourage everybody to to get out there and just like get after it with you know what they can do, because it's like drawing. You want to learn how to draw? Just do it. Draw a little bit every day. And it doesn't have to be complicated. Draw shapes then start doing something a little more complex, then a little more complex. And now with, like, YouTube, you can just – anything you want to
2: learn, yeah, you know. The university of YouTube. Yeah. And, and <laughs> but I think, you know, I think of some of, you know, the the um, those early pieces, and you're talking about, you know, there, there are times where you go out and you're drawing, like, in the moment. Like, yeah. So you're not taking a reference, like, you're drawing in the moment. And then you have that really cool, um, you know, the text group that I'm in with you. Um, with like the, um, film references, which I love just here, this, this still classic moment. And then you're, you know, recreating it in, you know, these, these amazing paintings. So
4: for me, it's about like a flow state. So it's like photography, it's more broken up, but with the painting, I can just fall right into it and be in this consistent zone, you know, for two hours. And I just, I like that more personally, creatively. That's, that's the push for me ultimately.
1: I think it's just that. And then you treat yourself at the end of the day with some water ice. What's your flavor? <laughs> I, I heard the accent. What's your flavor? So wait. water ice No not Philly nope. North Jersey. North oh, Jersey. North Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's our I thought connection. it was Philly. Yeah. I, 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 I read ice? it wrong. It's close. <laughs> no, that yeah. was our it's other connection
2: because we talked about Jersey a bit. Jersey I boys. heard the water. Yeah. yeah, water. yeah. One <laughs> of the That's like, like down tumor. by the shore. <laughs> yeah. 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 North Jersey. Close. Yeah. <laughs> close. Yeah.
1: So you're you're a Taylor ham man. Oh, full stop. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> not a pork roll man. Taylor ham all day. No thing is central Jersey. Get out of here.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I'm, is, pulling, it, I'm pulling it.
2: <laughs> 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 or we're kicking it over to to Mike now, so maybe we will bring up the garbage. Well, plate. actually, sure. real quick,
0: let's let's talk about Blue Hour though, real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, what what um? to Blue Hour. You just released that yesterday, correct?
4: It got released on Amazon Video on Demand yes. yesterday. Let's
2: talk more about it. Let's plug that. And by real yesterday, quick. we mean August first, because depending on the time that right. you listen to this, yes. yes. <laughs> Big plug on that. I actually, watched that yesterday.
0: Great film. Uh so please rent that um Amazon Prime awesome. Um what what went into the process with that? How how much of a part was that? Was uh, like can you explain a little bit behind like, like what went into that?
4: So it started out like it, we made a short film called 101312, right. right? That okay. was that was birthed out of this show that I had called Seeing Shadows, which was at Makers Gallery when that was still right. in existence. Um and so I was sending all of these images while I was doing this, getting ready for that show to my friend Dan, okay? Dan's like, we should make a movie. We, so we made this short film again. Then ten, thirteen, twelve 12 was sort of birthed from that universe that I kind of created with this weird doorway and this triangle and these sort of cult members, because I'm making all these pictures for myself. And then we kind of, we kind of kept pushing it, because my friend, you know, he liked the visuals, and we kind of kind of kept pushing this idea and dan's a fantastic writer so he would just like hammer out these ideas and we would kind of work together and shape it and then we would make make a movie out of it so you guys wrote it together then so blue hour yes so dan wrote 10 13 12 dan wrote again um and then dan ultimately wrote blue hour but i kind of started the idea where i was like what if i found and we joked around it was a one page run-on sentence that i kind of typed out this idea (laughs) for and
0: it was legit i think all like movies and stories are like (laughs) like when they're written it's just run-on sentence
4: (laughs) and it was this idea like what if I found a cache of stuff because I like antiquing and thrifting and stuff like that what if I found a cache of stuff from an old photographer who disappeared and I kind of went and did this mystery and then I try to figure out visiting the different people and things like that. And I was talking to Dan about this and he's like, no, this is how we do it. It's like, it it should be a true crime documentary. And then he had this idea about That's my daughter looking for me that I disappeared. And then Dan went and just hammered out this screenplay. And then I, we would, I, we we would go back and forth and work on different things and then he would shape it and create it more. And then ultimately we had the script and then we're like, okay, we're going to do it. And the pandemic happened. So we had to really juggle how we made the movie Mm -hmm. and, we could never make a movie like this again because, you know, it, we worked within the constraints that we had. Mm-hmm. And so we shot some stuff in New York, some stuff in Rochester, some stuff got filmed in London, Ontario, some stuff got filmed in L.A. That's and cool then we had she
0: saw some stuff. I was like, wait a minute, does isn't look like Rochester, but a lot of stuff was recognizable, which is pretty cool.
4: And then we kind of put it all together, right? And then we had one long production piece, like two weeks where we shot everything here in Rochester. Um, Then we all went home, and they started cutting everything together. And then I made all this fake media, right? Mm. I would... Download Which was pretty pages, awesome
0: how everything was like. Yeah,
4: Photoshop stuff into stuff and then great. print it out on my inkjet printer and then shoot that so it had the texture of a real newspaper. We, uh, I made the whole press kit. The whole press kit was I would create elements and then make a still life and then photograph them. So, again, back to all that other stuff. Photography has just become like a tool that I use, right? right? And this movie, you know, utilized all of these tools and, like, mm-hmm. you know, all the painting and stuff that I do, well, it's helpful for, mm-hmm. you know, distressing images and making right. things look cool and it's all about again a visual sense Mm -hmm. and uh you know we made all this stuff all this fake media and my favorite part was that you know there's some home movie footage in there that's my actual family so and i digitized all this eight millimeter movie footage that i found and i went through the reels and i actually found this is like this is why you make prints right i found my grandparents wedding nobody knew that existed right everybody who was there was almost gone you know i think my her brother you know most of them are it's crazy and like there they are but like and then what really hit me is that i'm older than they are when i'm looking at this footage right right? so but to like to have them like when they talk about nick's mother that's my grandma when they talk about nick's father that's my grandpa so it's like because it was
0: interesting because you were playing um myself yourself
4: but it's this older and version of me. It's older version, so, right. But it's not me. It's Nick from another dimension, right? right? <laughs> right.
0: Trying not to give away too much because I oh want man. people to actually, you know, watch it. But it was pretty amazing how it was done. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And
4: so we, you know, it's a team effort. There's a lot of people involved, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, Dan, Mike Hedford, uh, we all helped produce this movie together. We had mm-hmm. Hill and Valley production here in the city. Okay. Uh, they helped us, you know, make it happen. So, but again, it's a, making movies is a team sport, right? right? And we work together and I, we have this fantastic crew and we're working on another movie right now but we got this distribution deal and then we got Mm -hmm. an amazon and we're hoping that we can continue to push this further but again we're all like we have that relentless attitude again Mm -hmm. so we're ready for the next thing and we want to keep pushing this because we feel like we can do better and you know make a cooler movie next time so you know it's sweet and it's 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 enjoyable, but you know, that's why I have my painting. That's like my hermit stuff that I can do by myself. And I can do that till I'm an old man, you know, making movies is physical too, you know? So we do what we wear all the hats and stuff like that, but it's a blast. And you know, I'm really proud of how, what we did and how we got there.
0: Are you guys thinking about making any continuation into that? universe of blue hour and or, or is that it? that's it that's it but we'll gotcha. always
4: be sort of like you know genre bordering on experimental kind of stuff right. um and we have another stuff but it's always there's always some horror documentary tinge to type it. no we're going like traditional more traditional sort of narrative right? not awesome. ne- necessarily that but uh, we have a couple of really awesome ideas in the pipeline and like I said you know Dan's a maniac and he oh. just keeps he just hammers these ideas were out all the
0: actors from Rochester or no not everybody not and everybody? like again
4: some stuff like if you see newscasters and things like that and again I'm not to give much away but right, like right. they were filmed in LA or ca- Canada
0: was that shitty detective from Rochester
4: what's that the <laughs> no he's fr- that's my that's our that's Dan's friend Josh dance and he friend? was in our short <laughs> film Ten Thirteen Twelve. 12 yeah the RP he does a great job. <laughs> he makes you feel like what the like what a piece of crap yeah, this guy yeah, is. You know.
1: We well, and uh, also shout out to the Anomaly Film Festival for playing ten, thirteen, twelve a couple of years ago. Yes, yes. Um, you know, I've I've been a uh, ticket. Uh, you know, I've had season tickets for every uh, every year of the festival, and uh, you know, uh, Matt Knott's a big part of the uh, Lunch Hour Podcast Network. He and I are the uh, co-founders of the network that we're part of here. And just an amazing festival here in town, bringing those kind of things to the people. Mm-hmm. You know, more people who are doing the work to highlight the kind of creators that, you know, Nick's yeah. talking about there. It's like, that stuff doesn't get shown everywhere. And the fact that you can, that you got to see that short because you went to the Anomaly Film Festival. Right. And now you're going to see that before everybody else gets to see what's next from this kind of really creative team. My favorite thing with 10, 13, 12, though, is it got put on
4: British broadcasting uh, as part of some like Halloween like programming block. So my hope is that some little kid in the UK was sitting up late at night and he just saw this like batshit nonsense that we (laughs) created (laughs) and he was just like Oh, this is it. You know, because like I saw lots of weird stuff watching TV as a little kid. So I'm like, I hope that I hope that happened. Yeah.
3: He's pissing the bed night (laughs) terrors in Croydon. Any any
0: chance Blue Hour uh, could be an anomaly in the future or no?
4: Uh, We've applied. We haven't heard. We know. I'm not sure when they release everything, but we did apply to it. Yeah. So so, uh, yeah, announcements of all the the films
1: are coming out next month. So we will find out. We'll see. Yeah.
0: All right. So let's move it on to our third and final guest. Mike Delaria. how you doing, Mike?
5: I'm great. How are you, Richard? <laughs> I'm pretty good. Huh?
0: <laughs> All right, Mike. So, uh, what do you bring to the gallery, man?
5: Uh, it's some photography stuff, which is interesting because me and Nick did like a the guys did a switcheroo. Yeah, we did a switcheroo. switcheroo. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. what do people know you by?
5: Uh, Delarious,
2: I guess. Is there?
0: It is. Yeah. That's the name. Is that it? Okay. That's the name. <laughs> Delirious. People like know you by
2: Delirious, right? It's like the Wizard of Oz. The, the Wizard of Oz. And, uh, all of a sudden, there's no wheat paste, and then there is.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people know you by Delirious. They they know the name Mike Delaria, probably, right? Perhaps. yeah. Perhaps. But uh, yeah, so Mike Delaria.
5: Yeah, that's the, to the legal the name that legal I'm name. going by <laughs> this, this month. So um,
0: awesome! Yeah, tell us a little bit more.
5: Yeah, so I'm I've been doing some black and white. Um, Film photography, four-by-five, large format. Um, large Nick's form. pumping his fist over uh, there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's retired, and he's got... <laughs> he, he's he he retired, and I'm t- taking
5: the <laughs> reins. Yeah, so it guys, it I yeah, know, love it. For this month, at least. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there will be some some negatives, which I, I like the four-by-five format because the negatives are, I mean, as the name suggests, four-by-five inches. So they're big enough to, like, on the negative, you can see... Sweet. Yeah, so th- so be some of that and then some um uh gelatin silver prints that I've been doing as well. Nice, nice.
2: Why why photography? Like what what kind of pushed you into that direction? I mean, I know uh, you've always kind of taking taken photographs. Yeah. Um but why the like full Im- immersion?
5: I was just bored and needed a hobby, I guess.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's how it usually starts. definitely right? <laughs> yeah. exactly how it starts. <laughs> I
0: mean, if you look at everybody on this table, we all had a point where we just were like, you know, KwaJ and I, we talk about it all the time. We get we got to a point in our, you know, our journey where we're like, the you know, what now? You know, our mental health is just taking us to a creative journey where for, we're like, we sure. got to try something else. Yeah. And it looks like you got to that point, right?
5: Yeah, exactly. Um, just needed something to freshen things up a bit. And photography yeah, filled that void for
1: me. Does that help balance the rest of what you do? Because for most people, they'd look at what you do as like, oh, you know, you can go, you can go buy t shirts at the public market, you can buy all the prints, and you'll see all the artwork around Rochester, you know, posted on the power boxes and everything else, and it's one of these sites of Rochester. But does this, you know, everybody sees that as the creative? And how does this help you do whatever else you're doing as well?
5: It's really tough to um. when your, like, creative passion becomes your job, yeah. it, it's tough to still keep it creative and still keep that, you know. Um, so, yeah, photography just helped, like, at that point in time to, you know, it was something new to do. I
0: think it's awesome, too, and very unique that you're actually showcasing something. <clears throat> excuse me. You're showcasing something that nobody's ever seen before from you. Yep. And that nobody's going to be able to have that yeah. nobody has in their room or on their water, co- on their water bottle or in uh, their house or whatever. You're actually giving these something stickers brand do not new. exist. Right. Yeah. You cannot get them at Wegmans. <laughs> it's,
2: yeah, <you> can, yet. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> I don't know. Now, is there is there a direction that you think that you want to take your photography in the future after the gallery possibly? Or I,
5: Quite honestly, I want to keep it where it is right now. It's right. just a passion project. And not, I don't want to sell photographs I don't want to turn it into a business I want it to be like my getaway you know
2: awesome awesome yeah I think of you know some of the the images that I've seen you know it feels like that getaway and it feels like um you know it's uh uh, photographs of your dog Indy or (laughs) um you know a a plant or just these moments um in time that are just really really cool
5: yeah thanks man yeah that's exactly um what I try to do with it it's just document you know whatever's going on in my life at that moment
2: can you talk to us um i'm not really a big um gearhead like i don't like when it comes to equipment like i kind of know but i'm not you know that's not my thing but your lens i thought was a phenomenal story just like where it comes from yeah what it was doing <laughs> yeah and then now you're doing like portraits and some other work
5: so yeah this is a new acquisition for me um at and by the way nick like kind of pushed me in this direction when um a while back, we had a conversation. He's like, "I uh, yeah, this is like a fun thing to to <laughs> experiment with." Um, it's a the lens I've been using recently. It's a, a World War II era Kodak Actar. and um, it's it used to be u- used for bombing or reconnaissance missions. Like they would like photograph. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and somewhere along the way, people found out like, whoa! If you do like a portrait of somebody from you know a couple feet away. It's the the shallowest depth of field that you can imagine on a. On yeah, a it's so lens.
2: crazy to like think of, um, and I've had the honor of, of sitting for a portrait. And when you started to tell that story, I was like, this thing was like strapped under right. like a plane doing yeah. like recon, yep. and now it's taking a portrait, not necessarily that same lens, but just what that lens did. Right. the Intentions for, for yeah, that yeah. lens, yep. and then able to like retrofit it. Uh, and you're you're making these amazing portraits, which I think is kind of like just a wild thing to think of.
5: Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. And it's radioactive. It is. <laughs> There's thorium where I don't. Yeah, they like <laughs> like you read all the online. This is how I learned as well as like Nick was talking about YouTube or you, like you read like forums and whatever. Yeah. Um yeah, people were just like, "Do not like sleep anywhere near this lens. It will. <laughs> what? It'll catch you." Yeah. So, so he was using this.
0: <laughs> in our Yeah, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I did not give you the heads up on the uh, I love, radioactivity. I love
5: the disclaimer now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but it's actually they're not that bad, and like that was very common, like of a certain era. That like most lenses, like you probably have a radioactive lens at home, and you don't even know it. They're okay. Not
3: that bad. Sounds like someone who's worked. With Kodak. <laughs> it so ain't funny, that bad because you're like hey I was I was uh,
2: doing these prints Chernobyl. in my basement and I'm like yeah. wait I'm not sure and then Nick is like, er, 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 uh, Mike, Mike is like
3: I have um, you know this lens and Nick's like yeah man like <laughs> we've all seen things <laughs> now Mike I I have a quick question because of course this is my first time really chopping it up with you obviously a big fan of your work but um my partner and I were best friends with with this couple who's really good friends with this dude named Jerry who allegedly has a really cool story about when maybe you were just getting started on the power boxes. It's it's this really quirky dude in a Jaguar, and he rolled through on one night, I think maybe... I don't know, is that a story? Do you remember even who I'm talking about? Or I don't, but I want to know, so keep talking. <laughs> yeah, shoot. Sure. Like, okay, well, do well, I want to know? Yeah. I don't know. No, allegedly... You do it on the podcast. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Go, yeah, 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 here we go. We're like going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> quite, quite literally, Man, this is a game my. of telephone, okay? <laughs> yeah. But they told me this over the weekend because I told them about this thing coming up, yeah. and they were like, oh, Jerry, now he's... Known to embellish, I've only met the dude a few times, but he's a pretty pretty hilarious <laughs> dude. But anyways, uh, he he alleges he alleges that this was like OG times when you were putting stuff up on power boxes. I'm assuming it wasn't always just like kosher. You could go and do it, right? Well, I don't think it's oh still up. to this day. Oh still coach. to this day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Whatever. No, 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 no. no I, I completely get that. I mean, personally, I'm in I'm in good standing with the municipality, but but <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, listen, um, ah. but no, listen. Um, but no, listen. So so look for like for f- he that they said that there were like a bunch of like younger people out there who were like helping you out or, so, or like he he provided like drinks and food oh my god yes bar- oh yeah, so, yeah. okay yeah, now, so this her. was can um, you talk about this because i think yeah, they love it
5: at, this was at UUU gallery um just as they were opening up it was for uh daniel ponder was doing a show and yeah J- oh my gosh wow so <laughs> <laughs> wow this is a throwback Shout out so Sophia. so yeah uh, shout out to Jerry. Uh, we, I was just like we pasting the Daniel Ponder posters up on it was somewhere on State Street. I don't remember. And um, Jerry, like, uh, by the way, none of this is legal. Like I'm, I'm like putting stuff up on a building that I shouldn't be there. It's like n- nine or 10 o'clock at night. Jerry rolls up in a yeah fancy car. Jerry and, and the Jaguar. And, and, and br- <laughs> brings out a plate of like the, the most fancy. He's, charcuterie. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah. He's always got well, charcuterie. And there's like, a, a bottle of champagne, have, I want to say. You
2: always have charcuterie trays That's your wheat paste. This was the oh, first okay. time, right.
5: person only time. Yeah, I awesome. mean, do, do you not do you always not carry <laughs> charcuterie in your car? <laughs> said, what the, kind uh,
0: of amateur <laughs> are you, Carl? So How do you not remember somebody coming out of a Jaguar with charcuterie?
2: That would stick in my brain. I have a lot of weird stories to tell i don't know how long we we got i'm not sure if this story is legit and and mike's like it's very legit yeah Yeah, this was a so (laughs) i've done a lot of
5: wheat paste over the years this was a memorable one for sure um and i'm like i just met the dude like we're uh, and it's and it's very hospitable like thank you but like dude i'm like trying to be on the down low right now like this is illegal we're not (laughs) trying to have like (laughs) yo
2: so yeah i think a lot of your you know the way I was introduced to your work was obviously through the, 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 electrical boxes. And I was like, who is this guy? And like, it's so mysterious. Or so I, I would drive by a box and then like five minutes later, it would be a post. And then there would be something on that box. And I was like, like you must do this in like seconds. And you've kind of gotten down to, to a, to a science, but it was interesting to watch, but also like interesting to follow. Like, you know, you'd put up a box and sometimes you wouldn't even say the location. And then I was like, wait in that corner that looks like, and so it was a kind of a fun game of, um, like a scavenger hunt. I don't think I a lot of people that.
0: actually know who you look like, so I think on Friday just <laughs> just blend in. All right. <laughs> yeah. No, I will pretend to just not. blend yeah, in. Yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> who? <laughs> you just walk around, you your just walk around with that lens. People yeah. Yeah. stay away from <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Yeah. Well, go ahead.
0: So, fit it. So this guy walks around a charcuterie board. That's
5: pretty much the story, man. Oh
0: my God. Uh, I mean, geez. does get better Like, that's that? pretty, yeah, that's wow. like the climax of the was story. Was it a
4: legit board or did he have, like, a bag of cheese? It was <laughs> It was very, very fancy. Did like, he had a monocle? Uh, yeah.
3: He had a monocle, too? <laughs> he
5: <or>? No monocle. <laughs> Not on this <laughs> night. Uh, how you doing, lad? Jerry <laughs> Jerry is going to love this. I
3: want you guys to. Yeah, know. that's so cool. He's going to love this. Well, I, Jerry's
1: I, the man. He's so oh,
3: cool. Yeah, I yeah, also love the idea yeah, that
1: you've really reduced a charcuterie board to a bag of cheese and meat. I
5: mean, just
2: slam that stuff in a bag. It's That charcuterie is the same. No, the
5: presentation on this board was like top notch. Legit, was, yeah. 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 No, 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 He's no legit, legit.
2: Like boards in the like backseat of his car. I love that. Is, I'm like nervous driving with a box of pizza, and this guy's got a
4: board of. <bored> of
3: no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Take it from me. Take it from me. He cooks a mean pork loin as well. Ooh, okay. Nice. So my man can throw it down, but I wasn't <laughs> under duress to be fair. Okay? So he's like, Hey dude, so I'm So he to like, was
0: like prepared. Like he said, I see this man working on this. I'm going to
1: like, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so wow. cool.
3: Yeah. Like a, like a charcuterie anarchist. That's it's brilliant. <laughs> like charcuterie Batman.
1: I mean, I this is the kind of, but this is the kind of stuff. If you're out doing stuff because you're doing it, people gravitate, man. They,
2: They people doing cool stuff. You got to be there. You got to be a part of it. Speaking of gravitating, um, it was this cool experience I had with with Mike. Mike sent me a text and was like, hey, I'm doing a a giveaway. Could you help me out? And so Mike does these giveaways like once or twice a year. And it's like the wildest thing to watch. And so, you know, you've done them on uh, East Ave near the um, near Kodak, like the, the museum mostly. Right. The Eastman House. I'm sorry. Yes, East um, so yeah, um, Easton Vic is my yeah. go-to spot, and yeah. so he'll put up like these are just give like giveaways, right? Like here are some you know some postcards, here are some prints, here, and so we're and I've, I I kind of see people circling as we're doing this, right? and you know mike puts up the post but no sooner than he drives away it was like this swarm of people would come in and everyone was you know playing fair i know a lot of folks say well it's no way people take them all um and i watch people take one or they yeah. kind of make their selection um why did you why did you start to do those like what was the motivation behind those giveaways
5: i don't man just trying to you know spread positive vibes really is what it came down to yeah yeah it's nice. doing what little bit i can
2: yeah, and I think, you know, just – I think there's a personal story for, for everyone around the table. Um, but I think of, you know, like just your – just overall kindness. So, um, you know, there is this uh, – one of my favorite prints at home um, or one of my – it was one of my favorite um, public pieces too was Spike Lee. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah. uh, Mike had this really cool opportunity to do for – was it the Kodachrome yeah, magazine? magazine? Yeah, magazine. Yeah, so Kodax magazine. Here's, you know, this uh, – Image of Spike Lee that, that Mike recreated, and then did a wheat paste panel um, right at the their um, their complex there. Yep. And I remember yes. seeing it it's through a fence. I took a couple pictures. Like it was just something about Spike Lee. So as a young person, I, I told you this story too. Uh, like I was like, Spike Lee's the man. Like I want to make movies. I want to do like I want to be like Spike Lee, and you know, do these things. And I remember seeing it, it's like, man, that's so cool. And it was I don't know, just a couple years ago. Like Mike sends me a text. And he's like, hey, like, if you're ever hanging around this area, like, let me know. I want to give you something. And he, like, I hang around this area. I send him a text, and he comes out, and he's like, hey, this is for you. And it's an autographed uh, print, like, by Spike Lee. Like, so it's the print, and Spike did a handful of them, and I was like, uh, yeah, I'm framing this. This is, like, going on the wall. <laughs> and at the time, it, like, gone in my dining room. My wife was like, why is Spike in <laughs> our dining room? And I, and I was like, Spike Lee is going to look at us while we eat dinner every night. Like, this is where he's going to be. But just wanted to, you know, kind of publicly say just appreciate just all the positive energy that you put out into to the city. Thanks so much, man. That's awesome.
0: All right. So when we come back, we're going to close out with our three artists.
4: Uh, you guys like say grace, like, thanks be to spike. Now?
1: <laughs> this has been a presentation of the lunch podcast network.
2: And we're back from our commercial break. Yeah. Um, so we're going to close out. Just wanted to, you know, kick it around the table one more time. Um, and we'll start where we started before. Martin. Um, or Hawk. Um, You know, what do you want people to get from the work when they, they visit this space? And then also where can they find you uh, on the internet or, or not?
3: Right. Yeah. No, please, please in in person, please do not find me. Uh, (laughs) I'm also in a bit of a guy at
2: work and you're like, Oh, I'm not on social media. Yeah. 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 No, (laughs) no.
3: If anything, I'm on it a bit too much. I know. But anyway, no, for real uh, me and, and this project, it is very intimate. Um, I'd say like, a bunch of my work is like, like most artists work is, but for me, um, I really hope that people are able to look at the work in the way that perhaps I did through those eyes in 2018, 2019. It's not in my opinion, a controversial take to say that Rochester is is statistically and, and also feels very much like one of the most segregated, um, regions in the country. And a bunch of my work currently, um, Is trying to tear down those walls and show community that has um that has risen in spite of uh, such incredible odds. And I'm very proud of the work I do now. But I genuinely don't believe that it would exist if I didn't have that sort of uh, uh, raw phase of of discovery. And I hope that um you know by looking at those photos in the way that I look at them now, like like when I'm putting them together now, I mean I'm I'm thinking that. You know, through those eyes, through the lens, I was able to see contrast ratio and, and, and light and shadow in a way that 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 really made me rediscover uh, a love of many things that um, I either was cynical about, I currently am cynical about, but really a beauty, which is really the common denominator common uh, denominator between all of the photos that I put up. In spite, you know, all of them are. More or less from from this region, and it really is is a stark reminder for someone who spends so much time in like a dark editing suite. Um, and so I hope people are inspired to hopefully maybe change their gaze as well. Because despite you can print it, you can put it online, but really it's for you. Yeah. In in the beginning. Yeah. And um and and I'm great. I'll forever be grateful for what uh, film photography and what photography has done for me, which has helped me see the world. Uh, it's cliche, but it's helped me see the world in a completely different way, in a way that music um, allowed me to view. Th- stories and narratives with tempo you know everything has led to filmmaking and i'm grateful for how it has but you know i sort of see light differently you know and i i couldn't attempt anything that nick's doing admittedly but you know when i first got into photography and i was looking at contrast ratios and other things it led me down this deep dive into really discovering baroque art Mm -hmm. from a few centuries ago and just looking at art in a completely different way and again these are all self-enriching things um that you know, I think can really fill again, like, like a, a voids caused by mental health and all these other things. I think that um, that's the tangible, non BS, non social media um, a benefit of embracing art, showcasing art, like Behind the Glass is doing. Um, and it does bring together that sort of community um, in a way that really tears down walls. So, yeah, that's sort of what I hope people view it as. as. Oh, and people can find me at pressuregradient.com. I'm in the middle of making my first uh, feature film um and yeah just keep an eye out for that it's going to be released uh locally at the little and hopefully we collaborate with amazing uh community organizations like black box avenue and we have a, a premiere set up in new york city with uh, the rooftop film festival and we hope to be doing a whole bunch of stuff but uh first and foremost it's a love letter to the black community of rochester awesome
2: thank you nick hey so what, um, <laughs> hey there. what do you want folks to, to take from the work when they they visit this space? Um, I mean,
4: if you if you look at it, it, you know, if you know who I am, you know, I'm a photographer by that's my profession, right? Photography is my job. Um, but I all, I do photography as a job and I do photography as a passion, but you know, my creative pursuit, as I said before, now has really shifted to this drawing and painting. It's always been there, but now I'm focused on it and I'm being relentless with it. Um, I still, I make my living with photography, with my day job, with my side work, you know, my freelance and all that stuff that I do. So if you want a custom portrait, hit me up. Uh, <laughs> I <love> the plugs. <laughs> Pluggy plug. But if, if you look at the work, and you you know, my photography, it's, it's all, all the paintings are informed by my, my photographic past. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, You know, it was a, it was easy for me to make rapid progress because I understood composition. I understood color. I understood uh, perspective and things like that. So like, while everybody can learn how to draw and paint it, I made big leaps very quickly because I didn't have to learn those other things. I just had to focus on like, that's what that paintbrush stroke does. You know, that's how much that you know amount of water does i still have a long way to go you know and like with anything even with my photography i know a lot but there's always more to learn you know i'll never admit that i know everything you know i'm a student of the game you know no matter what i do so you know just enjoy it the same way you might enjoy photography um you know and i think i need to photograph you and you because Mm -hmm. i photographed everybody else at this table so i love that make it happen super
1: exciting yeah just
2: another plug the uh this month's um uh, promotional information flyer all came from yeah. you know, your your, photos, yeah, uh, which was kind of cool. That's and, awesome.
4: And just like if anybody listens to this and you're interested in any of this stuff, you can seek me out, you know. I just like I, I'm willing to help everybody in this room, I'm willing to help anybody else who's just curious because yeah. I'm curious. And
5: yeah, sorry to interrupt Nick. Um, so he taught me a couple months ago how to, uh, in a, a couple of these will be a, a piece of that, but how to make emulsion and dry plate like he like so i urge you if you have any interest in it like seek out nick and he'll yeah mm-hmm.
4: and it could be anything you know if you just want a friend you know hit me yeah. up <laughs> yeah. this video is a hit on you he loves long walks and bike rides so <laughs> yeah hit him up i got cool dogs you know? yeah. blue hour blue hour yes and please yeah. watch my movie it's on amazon prime blue hour the disappearance of nick brandreth thank you for everybody involved especially mike headford dan bowers and shout outs to maglis champlin He's the
1: man, <laughs> So, yeah, we two mentions, one episode. Two mentions ever on the podcast, but I'm sure there's plenty to come. Yeah. Shout out to Magnus.
0: <laughs> Magnus. And Mike.
2: What do you want folks to take from the work when they visit the space?
5: Um, I would say just to, like, you can do it yourself. Like, so with my photography stuff, it was all, I just, like, watch YouTube videos and, and you know, learn how to develop film and learn, you can do it. Like it, if I can do it, I assure you, you can do it. Um, Yeah. Just follow your, your passions as far as all that's concerned.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. That's a great way to close out. Right. When we talk about following a passion and you know, that's really what the gallery is all about. Uh, You know, it may be for folks that this is what they do, or this is for folks that are just following that passion and, you know, doing it for themselves. And it's cool if other people, people love it along the way um so yeah thank you all to to, to the three of you and um if you haven't visited the space yet please visit the space and and see their work all month long uh you know the month of august um and you know kind of check out what what they've put out there and, and and follow them and you know follow your passion yeah all right chris
1: Ooh, this is the time to talk about Nominate. Um, But, uh, again, thanks, for everybody, for coming over. I adore having these conversations here in the Food About Town studio. Um, Really, and this is such a a fun conversation, everybody chiming in, everybody working together to have a great time. Um, And uh, so if you want to check out uh, small minority-owned restaurants around Rochester, support them, um, Nominate Meals might be the place for you. Uh, We do events around Rochester three times a month. Uh, One hosted at Three Heads Brewing, one at Fatty Beer over near the neighborhood of Play, and one at the brand-new Black Button Distilling over on University Ave, and one in Buffalo every month. All you have to do is order on the website. You get a meal for two for $40, and you have no idea what you're getting until you pick it up. We buy from all one small minority-owned restaurant each time, where the restaurant gets to make money. We treat them equitably, unlike the big corporations where everybody makes money together. We all have a good time, and... You know, you also get to check out some interesting places in Rochester and learn about what Rochester food really is instead of just all the places. Not It's not just Garbage Plates. It's not just Park Ave. Rochester what? is everywhere. <laughs> so um, hopefully you can join us for one of our events. Go to nominatemeals.com. And appreciate everybody coming over once again. And hopefully see you at the opening on Friday night, August the 4th. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I
0: appreciate you guys all for listening to our eighth episode of Behind the Glass Gallery. We'll be a remix. We'll edit this out. <laughs> no. I, I appreciate you guys all listening to our eighth episode of Behind the Glass Gallery. Uh, we'll see you guys uh, next month. Thank you.
1: This has been a presentation of the Luncheon yeah. Podcast Network. <laughs>
0: Now it is.